0: Me and wifey in the room thinking of a master plan, thinking how we can influence the culture from where we stand, knowing that our steps are ordered by the master's hand, still ten toes down, we ain't switching up the stairs. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest edition of The Bond Chronicles. We have officially made it to episode 50.
1: Oh, crap, this is episode 50.
0: Yes, this is episode oh, 50. Oh, man. A half century. Uh, it is also basically our one-year anniversary here on this podcast. So I guess we could have done a little better with some decorations or something. Sheesh, but
1: yeah. If
0: you, you can't tell, but there's still Christmas decorations.
1: You're, even, you're wearing the Bond Chronicle shirt. The yes. worst.
0: I've worn them like the last three episodes have been on for... The
1: Bond Chronicles. There's I know.
0: More. I need to clean some of them. But <laughs> even still... That's fair. That's a very valid point. For
1: our um, 50th episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's such a small achievement because there's so far to go. Um, but no. uh been, big achievement. I was going to say that. <laughs> uh, no, it's actually pretty huge. Uh, a year ago, uh, the goal was to get to 100, but to be halfway there is something. Need some no-dose? <laughs> Five-hour energy? Red Bull? I can't
1: drink any of that stuff can't? No, cuz it's the baby.
0: <laughs> Just dump it.
1: No, nah, that it's not worth it.
0: What happens if the baby has a Red Bull?
1: He already doesn't sleep. It won't <laughs> him talk up? up on that much caffeine.
0: I guess I never really thought that through. I didn't think that that was like a thing. Um yeah, So, never mind. Um but yeah, 50 episodes crazy, crazy. Um, 50 down, a whole lot more to go as we continue to hit our stride and evolve into a podcast of love and growth. Uh, I think we can, I won't even say any names, but we're going to avoid some common topics tonight and look into some other things that I think are pretty exciting, uh, yeah. coming <laughs> off of, what is so funny?
1: Yeah. What did I do? Uh. <laughs> no we're not talking about kanye West. i wasn't
0: (laughs) going to say the name i literally was not going to say the name but my lovely host decided to mention said individual and that would be the last that you hear about him tonight if we can help it if i can help it uh but we do want to talk about the important things in life and a lot of that is love and relationships and we are in love and in in a relationship. So we're going to talk about it in a lot of different ways. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand what's so hilarious here. It's Um, okay. Go
1: ahead. You got it. But no, I
0: mean, at this point, I'm going to kind of shift the focus a little bit, let you drive this car as you so excellently can, and then uh, we're going to have an enjoyable show, and we look forward to hearing from your feedback. Also, if you would like to support, you can see it down there uh, as we come into this tax season. If you got your taxes back and you want to bless a Black-owned business, there you go.
1: Yeah, bless this, this Black-owned business. Oh, man. Actually,
0: I got to stop. Sorry. And this is not how this is supposed to go, but I think it's on the right because we haven't had a pod since. But I do want to start by giving our prayers to the people of Ukraine. Um, A lot of stuff is going on. Sorry, I had to do it. I think it's Mm, unfair. The world's kind of in chaos. It's
1: on fire, basically. It
0: literally is on fire. And people from other countries, and we talked about this, and I promise you we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. Um, I think three people from Greece, or 10 people from Greece have also died in the bombing. So it's becoming a bigger issue um, because other countries are obviously being impacted. I saw some stuff where the Africans that are in Ukraine are, it's almost old times, are being pushed to the back of the line and being really delayed in their escape out through the trains. Um, So definitely prayers to everyone over there. I can't imagine what it's like. The president said, y'all don't worry about coming get me if y'all either come help or leave me alone. So uh, hopefully this does end soon. I would be great if by the time that you guys watch this, it's over. Um, but if not, just please continue to join us in praying for the people over there and for a quick and peaceful resolution. Uh,
1: Godspeed. That no, just feels like what I want to talk about is a little less than because that's a big deal.
0: No, I think what we're set to talk about is important because of what's going on. And yeah, the if, world
1: could use more love. And if we had we, more
0: of that, we wouldn't have the atrocities not just over there which is present right now but
1: no, around everywhere. the world in general. Definitely. I agree with that. Um so we're going to talk a little bit about love today. Um <laughs> Uh, More specifically, the five love languages. I'm sure you've all heard about the book, you've taken the quiz, you know specifically what your love language is, how you like for it to be shown towards you and all that good stuff. Um, But what is the real impact of the five love languages on a relationship? Um, If you do not know what the five love languages are, they are words of affirmation, meaning you like for your partner to tell you how dope you are, how pretty you are, um, give you a great pat on the back when you've done something great. Um, Quality time. You like to spend time with your partner. This is just exactly what it implies. Um, Doesn't matter what you're doing. As long as you're with your partner, you're straight. It doesn't Um, matter
0: what you're doing as long as you're there. I thought quality time, like you're supposed to like, what is the thing that they say? Like, Engaged or like so, if you're just in the room, like you do with me with sports, as long as you're just in the room, that still counts as quality time.
1: I mean, I think it depends on the person, but generally speaking, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just asking,
0: that was my own clarity. I, I didn't know.
1: Okay. Um, physical touch, and that's, I think also is implied. It goes from hand holding, hugging, cuddling, all those wonderful things that people. Who are married and in love do <laughs> mm-hmm. um, acts of service. Now, acts of service is an interesting one because I think if there's two extremes. Like for some people, an act of service has to be this big display of love. For other people, act of service. I'm tired. I wash the. Uh, I clean the kitchen. Can you, you know, sweep the floor or something like that? Just something simple, but it shows that you're being attentive to what that person needs and you're there to fulfill that need for them. Um, and then receiving gifts. I am very familiar with this one because this one, this is his like main love language. And receiving gifts for people, that one is exactly what it implies. They like to get things, Big things, small things, things on random days, things on really important days, um, just gifts, and it speaks volumes to them. It does doesn't it? It does. Um, so, what are besides receiving gifts, babe? What are your like your top three?
0: Um, my top three at this point in my life, and <laughs> I mean it, it changes like through different phases, and now that. We have four lovely, lovely children. Um, I would say words of affirmation has grown on the list where normally I wouldn't care um, what you had to say, like it'd be stressful in my life and I'd be feeling like you do I do a lot sometimes, but I also think I make it look easy to people, so people just expect it. It's just, okay, he's just doing this thing. And if most people ask, so how are you doing? I'm going great because it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, But access, or no, I'm sorry, words of affirmation affirmation has definitely increased. I would like to say quality time, but that doesn't really exist at this point. Um, For us in a relationship, I think it's hard enough to get, for me to get a breath by myself. Um, So to then, Spend uh, for us to have quality time of things pretty difficult, even when the kids go to sleep late. Now we have another one with us. Um, so I guess I would value it like when we take our trip, that'll be great, but then we're also not just going to be sitting either. So, uh, that one I would say is probably at the bottom of the list just because it's not realistic. Um, so I would say physical touch, receiving gifts, and words of affirmation would be my top three.
1: Hmm, okay, that's interesting. So, my number one is always and probably will always be words of affirmation. I like to be complimented. I like to, you know, like I said, I like to get a pat on my back when something's been done good. Um, Or just especially now with the whole postpartum thing, I think it's important for, I mean, and I know that I've been affirming myself But for you and I guess others or whoever, people that I love to just remind me, hey, you're doing a good job. You're not an awful mom. (laughs) Um, Those kinds of things to me, I think, have always been really important because I'm a words person. I think people's words matter and people just say a lot of stuff nowadays, not really taking into consideration what they're saying to the people um, that they say them to. So words of affirmation for me has always been important. Um, quality time, I think, is second because for me, it's not necessarily so much about us being able to just be alone. Like, we're never alone anymore. Um, it's more so just being with each other, present, I guess, in the moment. That's just the
0: word I was looking for earlier. Present.
1: Present. Um And just enjoying each other's company, regardless of what it is we're doing. We might be completely distracted by whatever else is going on, which we typically are, but I like to be in the same space as you. What's that for? (laughs) Generally, I like to be in the same space as you. Okay. You know, um... And then acts of service, I think for me has moved. It was never when I think when I originally took the test forever ago, it wasn't one that was high on the list. Um, I think acts of service and physical touch have swapped places at this point. Just because our lives are busy and we're busy people between trying to run this podcast and our other businesses and just everything else that we're involved in it's It's a lot going on. so I really enjoy the fact that you do the kids' laundry <laughs> like that is because one, laundry is my least favorite chore. like you know that i I hate it. If there was one thing that I did not ever have to do again for the rest of my life, it would be laundry. next stuff on the list is washing dishes like yeah, that, this, that sucks we've had this conversation over and over and over again and I'm the type of person when I really don't feel like doing something, I'll just leave it until I feel like doing it. Um, And again, like, it's just been heavy and a lot since Kobe got here. And I don't know if I thought, well, no, I know that I thought this one picture, like I had this thought, I guess, of how I thought things were going to be when Kobe got here. And then there's the reality of how things have been since Kobe got here. And there is, like, no reconciling the two for me right now. So it's just been kind of chaotic. And so you being here, obviously, to pick up the slack in places where I'm lacking has been a godsend for me. I don't know if I've told you that, but it has. Um, So... Are the love languages really important in relationships? Do you think if people didn't know, I guess, the words and the things that they need to feel loved in relationships, would relationships have a, would they have a bigger impact or no? Um...
0: Are they? yes, I think that they they there's a role for them, for sure. I think there's a role in the love languages and being able to communicate effectively of what you want out of your partner, um, what they need, being able to speak to them when instead of speaking to yourself, I know for me as a gift giving person, I've always tried to show love and affection typically through gifts, and I've had to evolve that because, I could spend a bunch of money and the other person could have little to no care for it or I buy a bunch of crap that never gets used because they didn't really want it. And I think I did this great thing and it wasn't that. Um, so I think there's a value in it. I would say love languages haven't always existed and people were in healthy relationships.
1: Facts.
0: So it's not to say that if you don't speak your person's if you don't speak the person's language that you can't find love or happiness to have a successful relationship. But I think in today's society, it's important because it's so, there's so many other temptations. There's so many, the world is so much smaller than it used to be with the internet. So naturally people want to be stimulated or satisfied. And if they're not, they're going to search for it. And that can obviously cause a ton of problems, and a marriage. And specifically for us, with us having so many children, um, it's just, like I said, it's hard to get a time for yourself to even breathe. And so if the interactions that you have with your spouse are not ideal because they're not affirming you with words or they're not ever buying you any gifts or so the things that you want to do that help you know that they care about you, you don't, you don't do them or you don't receive them, then... You're going to feel empty. And that's a hole that's going to be, you're going to want to fill with something. And that something could have a variety of faces, um, whether it's another person, whether it's uh, in a, an addiction of some kind, whether it's gambling, whether it becomes alcohol. It, that hole is going to need to be filled. And ideally, you'd fill it with the Lord. Um, but in a natural world, there is a need for natural interaction. Uh, so I think if you, ignore the, the desires of your partner then you open yourself up to to a lot a lot of things potentially filling that void and I think that's counterproductive.
1: It's a good answer. Um I don't think love languages are that important. I think what love language the quiz the book whatever has given people is a better way to communicate Mm -hmm. their desires to their partner. But like you said, before the five love languages, before that quiz ever existed, people were in successful, happy relationships. Um, Like you said, I think it's great for people to be able to really verbally explain, oh, I really like like you. I, I like to receive a gift and it doesn't have to be something extravagant. It doesn't have to be because it's my birthday. I just like gifts. And you being able to tell people that um, it doesn't just sound like, oh, he just is, what is it, a gold digger or what is it? (laughs) What?
0: He's a gold digger?
1: Men can be gold diggers.
0: Technically, yes. No,
1: there's no technically about it. Men can be gold diggers.
0: I feel like that's not very common.
1: I mean, it's... Not as common as women being gold diggers, but men can definitely be gold diggers.
0: Okay, I'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with it. I-
1: um, your reaction made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> I mean, I was just
0: so kind. Of, I, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, or just thinking that someone just wants to be touched on all the time. There's it's just the it's easier way for people to communicate what it is that they want from their partners.
0: I will say real quick, and for I'm guessing I'm gonna assume, which you shouldn't do, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I think for me, the big part of physical touch that was important to differentiate, and I think the book does this, doesn't have to be sex.
1: Yeah.
0: Like like you talked about hand holding, it could be a back rub, it could be just a general hug for no reason. Like it doesn't have to be something sexual in nature. Right. Um, And I think a lot of times, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I think women sometimes value that affection, more physical touch than the other stuff. I think obviously there's a time and place for the sexual stuff, but the other side, the comforting piece, just the leg rub and stuff like that can be as impactful, in some cases more impactful.
1: No, for sure. Um, And I think at some point, especially when you've been in a relationship for a long time, sex is obviously still important, but again, like you said, knowing that your partner needs a hug and not, you know, bent over the back of the bed or something, like, <laughs> there's, a, there's a difference when your partner needs to be consoled and how they need to be consoled or comforted or whatever. Um, and knowing the difference is important. So, no, I, I agree. Okay. Um, so, would you say that because the love languages thing exists now and people really use it to shape their relationships, would you say some people are more or less compatible because of the languages languages they identify with?
0: We, um, so are you saying are people more or less compatible? So I don't really understand the question. Are you saying so if I have two people, is it likely that they have the same love language?
1: No, I'm saying is if I am words of affirmation Mm -hmm. and you are physical touch Mm -hmm. and I really identify it's super important to me that this happens in the relationship, whereas to you, it's not super important. You could care less about being told how pretty you are. You want... (laughs) Which one did I say? Physical touch. Yeah. Um. It's more important to you that we're holding hands, we're hugging, we're, you know, close contact all the time. Does that? Would you? Did you say that it could make people more or less compatible?
0: Um. I think it should make you more compatible because it's not something where. I don't know, and I don't believe in this, but like astrology signs say that these two signs can't get along. Mm -hmm. It's not to say that somebody that's an active service person can't get along with a physical touch person or a words of affirmation person can't get along with a gift person. I think having the love languages as a guide gives you, makes you more compatible because you can speak their language. Mm. It would be like going to a foreign country and having like an iPhone to translate what you're saying. It would make communicating a lot easier. The problem I think that comes in that is because that's not someone's language, their initial language, it's not their second nature. So typically people revert to what they know or what they want. Um, And so say I'm a gifts person, but I'm not a, a words person. I may struggle to consistently give words of affirmation because this is not my thing. Yeah. So it would have to be a conscious effort that I'm making to consistently execute that. So we could be more compatible because now I know what you like. The issue is it's not what I naturally do. And so there may be lulls where it doesn't happen. Um, And I think. That can be, that can sometimes be worse because, like, you know what I like and you still won't do it. Yeah. Um, So I think you open yourself up to that. But I think it should make you more compatible because you know what that person
1: wants. Yeah. I think the only time where it would make you less compatible is when you're dealing with like a selfish person. It's like, I know what it is that you want and I know what it is that you need for me to do. But because I feel like, my language is more important you just gotta suck it up and deal with it um let's see here
0: is that yeah
1: yeah okay i mean because I, I pretty much agreed with what you said you put it very well um i don't think like i think it goes back to my first question i don't think people should hinge how they feel about people completely on the five love languages. People were able to have successful and happy relationships before this was ever a thing. Effective communication I think is way more important than any of the, what is this? Um, Any of the languages. The, The thought is just gone. (laughs) <laughs> I of languages is good yeah, I think people being able to communicate Effectively what it is that they want And need from their partner is a lot More important than Basing everything in the relationship Around what the love languages Are supposed to do What they're supposed to help um, If you can talk to your partner If you can be honest with them And yourself about what it is That you need to make the Relationship happy the love languages, yeah, they're a bonus, but they're not gonna make or break a relationship, I don't think.
0: Hmm. So, so you said, because you were saying that it could make you less compatible if you're a selfish person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you don't think if you have a selfish person to say doesn't do one of the language that couldn't break a relationship?
1: No, it, yes, it can. But overall, what I'm saying, given two people who want to be in a relationship, even though we know what our love languages are, if we didn't know what our love languages are, as long as we are able to effectively communicate what it is that we want and need from each other, our relationship will be successful either way.
0: Okay. I'll go with that.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um. So speaking about supporting your partner, how important is it to support your partner in a relationship, be it with their work or what it is that they choose for a career, um, or just around the house and what their—I guess—I don't want to call it gender roles because I don't want it to be, you yeah, know, perceived away. You. <laughs> but you know, like, what? It, how important is it? Is it to support your partner?
0: Uh, I mean, I think it's critical uh obviously every situation situations different uh someone that just started dating versus somebody that just got married versus someone who's been married for a long time to someone who's been married with a kid obviously it looks completely different in every scenario but I'm not the one that to subscribe to your spouse should be your best friend like I don't believe that but really? I, yeah i don't I don't think it's realistic in a lot of ways. Um,
1: Why not?
0: um, Because it's two different genders, two different backgrounds. Like the likelihood of finding someone of the opposite sex that enjoys everything that you enjoy, I think is rare.
1: That doesn't necessarily make someone your best friend or is that how you define a best friend?
0: Like my best friends and people, I have a lot of I have more things in common with, so we can talk about. So we would talk and spend more time because I'd be talking and spending more time with stuff that is important to me.
1: Right. Okay. Because this this is gonna take us down a rabbit hole, and I I have to go. So before we got married, you told I mean for the longest time you considered you, you used to consider me one of your best friends. Yeah. Would you still consider me one of your best friends now that we're married? One of yeah, but not your best friend, the best friend. No, probably not. Wow, I didn't know that, people. Um, so who's your best friend?
0: Like currently? Yeah, probably Reggie.
1: What? Reggie's your best friend over me? Yeah. Oh my goodness. We gotta talk about this off camera a little bit. I don't know how to feel about that. I'm, I'm, I'm a little shocked.
0: I don't understand. I don't un- like. I love talk sports. Yeah, and I can't necessarily, and I, he's not the best example. I was of gonna say, either. like
1: I've, I've but, watched Reggie watch sports before,
0: but there are. There are just aspects of my life that you can't relate to. And I feel like we've had this conversation and I mean, at this point, he and he actually that's wrong. My cousin is my best friend. Um, I talk to him almost every Mike. day. Yeah. Um, we talk sports, we can talk politics, we can talk music, and we can disagree, but we can have an extended conversation. Uh there's not really anything I, I don't think I can talk to him about. Uh, if it's family issues, like there's a lot. And I think in a lot of, I think this comes up, I would say it is for us and I don't, hopefully we can edit this out if it's too much. Um, <laughs> but there are things that happen in our relationship that we can't really talk about, but we need to talk about it. So you have to have someone that you can go to to talk about it. And maybe even if it's getting counsel if it's venting whatever it is so you need that um and for me those two people fill the majority of the outlet roles that are needed for me currently in my life and i think generally speaking i think that's the case i there's a bunch of people i know that have man caves why do they have man caves because their spouse doesn't want to interact. That doesn't mean that the relationship isn't strong, but.
1: That's not why people have man caves.
0: It's to get away.
1: It's for. It's so that the man or because it's not just a man cave. Now you have woman caves. You got she Yeah, which I would love to have one. Um, It's not just to get away. It's just so that you have space to do what you want to do, what you would like to do. And not interfere with other people. That's not true. What? I don't think that's
0: true. Like, the goal of me having a man cave would be to go somewhere where I don't have to be bothered. Or I would love to have a place where people that are like-minded like me want to come. So if it's movie types I want to watch, I want people to watch movies with me. Like
1: I watch movies with you. When you tell me you're going to watch a movie, you be sneaking off to watch movies all the time.
0: I watch a bunch of stuff that you don't want to watch. I watch mad shows. We don't even watch shows together anymore.
1: We do. We literally just watch Snowfall.
0: We did. We watched Snowfall.
1: We're waiting for um, Peaky Blinders to come back.
0: We're waiting for The Last
1: Kingdom to come back. These
0: shows haven't been on in like a year and a half. So since that time, I've watched a ton of TV.
1: We watched Godfather of Harlem together.
0: Again, when was the last time that was on TV?
1: I'm just making points. In you recent said, memory,
0: what, we, I don't even think we watched Insecure together. We, we don't, did
1: watch Insecure. We watched most of Insecure together. We didn't watch it all together. There were
0: a number of episodes I had to go ahead and watch because you don't be trying to watch TV. Uh, there's different stuff. We just don't watch TV together. And that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> but like, I had a guy mess- literally message me and say, we got to talk. We got a bunch of stuff to catch up on, and we got to talk about this doc. And I said, "I'm all for it," because you have your process and you want to go through. I respect that process, but that ain't my process. And so I'm going to find another person. We just
1: watched Ozark together.
0: We did watch Ozark together. You're right.
1: We watched all of Ozark together. We
0: did. We did. <laughs>
1: God, i'm not your best friend i don't watch tv with you who am i sitting typically,
0: next to typically you <sighs> run away or i run away one or the other because i know what i'm going to watch you may not want to watch i think maybe you're right i think we're hitting a season where a lot of the stuff we used to watch together is coming back like blacklist we don't typically watch together boxing is hit or miss Uh, I I mean, I
1: only watch boxing when there's people fighting that I know.
0: My point being, I watch pretty consistently.
1: But because of that little conversation we had, I try to sit and watch it even when there's no one of interest fighting. I understand. Same, especially the same with football. Like I could care less, but. I'll sit and watch a game or two with you. Yes,
0: and you do. And we
1: watch mad basketball. Like I like basketball. Of all the sports, I would say I like basketball. But you will sit and watch every single basketball game. And you won't just watch one game. You have to, because we've got what's it called? League pass. Because we have league pass, Mm -hmm. you have to sit and watch every game that's on. So you're turning from this game, from that game to this game. So I can't even get like involved in the one game because you're switching between like five
0: i mean i have a financial interest in all five
1: <laughs> well nobody told you to give all of
0: them well that's just the way the world works yeah okay. that's who you married um oh man i actually didn't because i didn't use to gamble until exactly the state of so virginia legalized somebody. it i think that was whoever the glass governor was so i didn't care much for him but he did that right um So the point of this is, I do think it's important that you support your partner. (laughs) Um, Because if not, they find other best friends, apparently.
1: Apparently. Um, Uh, Maybe I need to go find a new best friend and then, like, I don't even know what to say right now. Your
0: mom's your best friend. Y'all talk every day.
1: That doesn't make her my best friend.
0: She's not your best friend?
1: She is my best
0: friend. Like, what are we doing here? (laughs) But
1: that's sad. (laughs) Actually, that's not sad. Like, I love my mom. So that's
0: actually pretty great.
1: I do. I love my mom. So it's cool. Um, but there's still, there's stuff that I don't talk to my mom about just out of respect for different things. So it's interesting. It's cool. I i don't know. I do know that it is important to support your partner though, because I mean, I could only imagine how many other best friends you would have if I didn't support you.
0: <laughs> Not many. I don't like people that much.
1: You don't. This is true. Um, That's
0: not true. People don't like me. And so when people don't like me, I'm not going to be around somebody that don't like me or don't want me around. But I like people. But people don't like me.
1: I'm going to just move on from that statement. (laughs) Okay. Um. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I, yeah, it's important to support your partner, um, especially with the world that we're living in right now. Um, between people quitting jobs to pursue their passion or people staying at jobs to really move up and you know, move ahead in their career, their chosen career, um, having a supportive partner can make or break a lot of the decisions that you make in life. Um Especially like when it comes to like finances and being able to take care of your family or your partner, whatever you want to call it, Um, if you don't feel like you have the support of your partner, you're I think you're more likely to fail at your endeavors because it's like you especially because you want to talk to your partner, your person, about the struggles that you're going through. You want to obviously celebrate your successes and having a partner that is wishy-washy or really nonchalant about the things that you're going through, whether it be personally or in your career, it can be a real downer. So and support is like number two on the relationship list of things of importance, I think. For who? For everybody. What's number one? communication huh I, th- <laughs> I think it so it's like
0: love and respect <laughs> faithfulness those heart
1: <laughs> I think those things I mean they're not implied but they're they're also super important like it, we're talking about we're in a relationship we're married You know, we've both said neither one of us are going anywhere. The most important thing for a long relationship is communication. Like, I don't care what anybody says. I could love you from here to the moon.
0: So if I can communicate the heck out of it, but I'm sleeping with other people.
1: No, 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 no. So I'm not
0: understanding your list here. Like, I can talk to you all day.
1: So you're just going to sleep around because you're going to sleep around? There's not an underlying issue that's causing you to go sleep around? You're just a whore?
0: I mean, this is a hypothetical situation. But in the situation, like, some people just like other people. Like, I feel like we see very attractive women and men get cheated on. And I... You always just gotta just be extra. I, I just got you said communication number two, and I just feel like there's you skipped a couple on the ladder. Uh, I'd much rather have struggled with communicating than you be out with other men um, or cursing me out because you don't respect me. I guess that's kind of communication uh, somewhere in there, but I guess maybe I'm not understanding the communication piece because to me, I'd much rather be. Like you respect my authority. Like if I'm correcting the kids or I'm doing something with the kids, I don't want you undermining me all the time. Like we got we we have gone times where we don't speak for a while, but I still have to be a parent and I still need to be a spouse. So for me, communication isn't there. It's important, it's critical. But I think there's a couple other things I'd rather have than good communication. First,
1: I'm not your best friend. Now you don't care if you talk to me or not. That's like, not what I said. That's basically what you're saying.
0: I said I would rather not talk to you than you be in the streets. <laughs> um, and if you're in the streets, we probably won't be talking. Exactly. Uh, so, oh,
1: gosh. Yeah. I just learning all sorts of new things about my relationship here on this 50th episode. So we're Ridiculousness. here Ridiculousness. Ugh. I don't even know what's the next thing. I guess this kind of goes with the um, supporting your partner, but like, how important is it for your partner to encourage you, like hype you up, be your biggest fan, your cheerleader? Like, how important is that? Since it's not important for me to be your best friend, I
0: did not say (laughs) that either. Um, How you said how important to be a cheerleader?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're a hype man. Um, Your own fat man scoop.
0: I think as as a man, I think it's really, really important. Uh, and I don't think it's discussed enough that- Well,
1: let's discuss it, babe. That
0: men value the support of their significant other. And I'm not, never mind, I'm going to leave that alone. Um, <laughs> but their they're partner. Um, because in a lot of ways, I feel like men are support, their foundation, they're the carriers of the weight of the world. And- You don't want someone cracking a whip when you're carrying the weight of the world. You want something, someone speaking life into you and encouraging you and whatever your endeavor is, especially when you fail because in life you're going to fail. If you're not failing in life, you're not trying. And so I think it's even more important in those moments to have a cheerleader. And I feel like too often when you need as a man when you need that support the most you don't get it you get the opposite uh when you fail you're reminded of that failure consistently um, and constantly by the world by your peers by family um even if something as simple as man i mean when you're seven years old you used to pee in the bed all the time <laughs> and you'd be a 37 year old man like that's a like heart. hear that yeah but or a nickname from a bad instance and you're constantly reminded of that like all right, I'm not that guy no more. Uh, so I, just, I think it's, it's really, really important. I don't know that that's taught or coached enough uh, because for the longest time, men, and I think men still really struggle being vulnerable enough to say, hey, I need you to pick me up sometime. Um, I don't think men believe women in a lot of cases are a safe space to even have those conversations. So women a lot of times don't even know what or how to cheerlead or support, but I think it's important and I think it can go a long way uh, to a man being a successful husband and spouse.
1: Ooh. Well, thank you for educating the masses, babe.
0: That's what I'm here for.
1: Yeah, clearly. They're not for me to be your best friend.
0: <laughs> I'm not, you're not going to get me. You are not going to get me. Uh,
1: um, so how frequently should people be You never answer the question? Oh, um I do need to answer the question. I think it's super important um to encourage hype your partner up as frequently as possible. When you leave your house, when you leave the place that you share residence with, like the whole world is against you. And I mean, not even to make it sound like that dire, but essentially the whole world really is and can be against you. And it can feel really heavy, again, to go out into the world, you know, failures and trying to do things and not feeling like you're getting things accomplished. If your partner's not in your corner, hyping you up, telling you how dope you are, how you can take over the world, how they're there to do it with you, Like you're less likely to even really want to try <clears throat> because it's like, what's the point? It sucks. It's hard. Anything that you really, really want, it's not going to come easily. And so to go out into the world and face adversity and then come home and not feel like there's any support or encouragement to go out into the world and kick butt, like, what is the point? So I think it's super important to be your partner's uh, cheerleader, hype man, et cetera, et cetera. Okay.
0: They agree.
1: Great. 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 Um, Excuse me. Sorry. (laughs) Um. (laughs) How frequently should you be complimenting your partner, making them feel good about themselves, you know, all that good stuff?
0: Um, How often? I mean, I think the more often the better. I, I don't know if there's a frequency, if you need to set like an alarm on your phone every 15 minutes <laughs> to send them a word of affirmation. Uh, but I definitely think in low times, and i would say in high time so promotions raises celebrations i think it's really important you know whether it's a, a social media post whether it's a I a don't social
1: know. media post you say
0: yeah those are important we've discussed this are they yes they're, oh. they're also important
1: let me go check your timeline right quick
0: i didn't say that i'm great at it okay i don't but i also don't post anything like
1: You post all the time.
0: Not about me or you or our family. Go look at my last 20 posts. I mean, I
1: know. I know. But if I went through your last 20 posts, there'd be more posts of your dog, the
0: kids. When was the last time I posted Bella?
1: In your story recently. For what? I don't know. Y'all went out. And she was sitting in the front seat, getting all her hair all over the front seat. Mm,
0: that's okay, and you're right. The
1: picture. Yeah,
0: I did. Um, I get a lot. i have taking the kids mm. to the park a lot, and I never end up posting those pictures. Um,
1: but yes. that's
0: not. Huh? No, go ahead. I was. That's not really important. Um, that's just an example. But I, I think you should do it more often than not. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say. I'll just I'll just I'll leave it there.
1: No, it, go it, ahead finish the thought.
0: No, it's fine. Go ahead. More often than not is what I would say.
1: More often than not. Mhm. I agree. I think you can't compliment your partner too much. Um eh, them... I don't
0: know about that, but I get you I get your point.
1: Yeah, let them know that you love them and you appreciate them mm-hmm. and that they look great in those jeans and they're not too fat. Like you know, all that stuff that you say to make your partner feel good about themselves. I think that's super important. Um, So, piggybacking off of that, if a person has a low self-esteem or insecurities about themselves, can they be in a healthy relationship without fixing all those problems first?
0: No. Hurt people, hurt people, broken people, break people, Like, if you're miserable, misery loves company. You're going to make other people miserable or you're going to destroy someone else's good nature. I can't stand to be around negative, low people. Like, it irks me. It annoys me. Like, I've had a bunch of tragic stuff happen in my life. I've dealt with a ton of trauma. Get over it. Like, there's a time and a place to deal with hurt and pain. At some point, you got to move on and live your life because other people need you. I don't believe we live our lives for ourselves. We live our lives for other people. And if you're so caught up in yourself and your misery, you're not being able to be a blessing and help the other person, which is really what we're created to be here for. Um, So, yeah, I don't want nothing to do with nobody that's miserable and lonely and always needs to be pumped up because they don't believe in themselves. Yes, you should encourage people like I said more often than not, but that shouldn't be what's necessary for you to get out of the bed every day. Like if you can't get out the bed without somebody making you the uh, the queen of England, like then you got some issues. So fix those in my
1: opinion. Yeah, I hear. Yeah. Kind of harsh. Just a little.
0: It's not my role. I'm a supporter. I'm a cheerleader. I'm not you. You got to love you.
1: Okay, Dr. Phil.
0: Well, he's a quack anyway, but go ahead. <laughs>
1: um, To an extent, I agree with you. Um, I think, obviously, if you can't love yourself, you can't love someone else. Until you have not necessarily solve all of your issues, but at least be able to identify the things that are, that you do feel bad about, about yourself or what your insecurities are. Because one, I think if you can communicate that to someone that you are in a relationship with, like these are the things that I've dealt with. These are the things I'm still dealing with. And sometimes this might flare up. Sometimes if something happens and it makes me feel a way this could result in this happening in our relationship or me feeling this way towards you. Um,
0: so how long does that last? Before they fix that thing, that trigger.
1: I believe, I mean, you can be triggered by something at any point in your relationship and you feel like you're quote unquote salt have resolved it. Like, I'm not,
0: I'm not talking about a new thing. If no, no, every time thing. somebody, I don't want to use a, a real example for us. <laughs> um, if every time, I don't, I can't think of something. I don't know. I don't have a good example that I want to use.
1: <laughs> just use something.
0: If I use an old one that people use. If. Every time you come home your husband's drawers are still on the floor and that just sets you off. Like shouldn't at some point you get over that? That shouldn't be an argument every time. Should he do better? Sure. But there's, this
1: is a terrible example. <laughs> I was trying
0: I was trying to find something.
1: This is
0: a um, terrible example. That like if it's, if someone died when they someone was young, their best friend died when they were young. And because of that, there it caused a, a sense of being alone because their best friend died and they got like a shrine of their best friend and they celebrate their best friend's anniversary every year of when they passed or whatever, something like that. But your partner can't, meet that or fill that void and because of the trauma from that situation you never are able to i'll give it here's a better example all right sorry (laughs) summer walker said at her most recent she did two shows recently she said i know y'all came here to hear certain songs i can't perform those songs because it's too fresh i can't do it cool not cool actually you shouldn't have toured if you can't perform that songs that you put in the album personally i think that's absurd yeah but cool your album just came out in october of 2021 it's february got it in february of 2027 you shouldn't still not be able to perform those songs
1: So, I get the example you're trying to make. Mm -hmm. I totally get it. Um, But I disagree. One, high level, if you do something, if if it's something like that artistically that resonates with something that's that painful for you, Although you did put it out for people to consume, you did. You're not obligated to perform something that takes you to a place where it brings you pain. Mm -hmm. Nina Simone did it, Mary J. Blige does it, Fantasia does it. Like there's a plethora of people who wrote something, who, you know, specifically music, who wrote something that resonated with a pain that was very deep in them. And because Pain and hurt and loss and love are feelings and emotions that everyone feels all the time. It happens to everyone. Those emotions typically resonate with other people when they hear those certain things. You're not obligated to perform for those people so that you can keep reliving that pain in the masses. You don't have to. Does it make sense? to continually put out music that resonates that way? No, but I completely understand. And maybe it's because I'm more artistic than you are and you're more, less empathetic. Like, I I, do. I mean, for summer specifically, you, you just put the album out in October. Like, I would feel a way you're touring <laughs> this brand new album, you haven't been on tour. This is the first time a lot of people have gone to a live show in forever. I'm going to see you put, you know, perform this album and you won't do XYZ song because the pain is still too fresh. Like I get it, but I don't get it. You could have toured for your first album or some, you know, I don't know. But what I, side I, of the
0: fence are you on here? I feel like you just no, changed no, no. sides.
1: I didn't change. Like I'd be pissed as a fan, right? But as a fellow artist, like I understand.
0: See, I don't understand. I've watched <sighs> athletes play.
1: That's not the same.
0: So Brett Favre's dad dying, and then having to go play Monday Night Football—that's not correlatable.
1: So no.
0: That was a traumatic experience, and he had to set that aside and go play. I've watched. He didn't
1: have to go set that he, aside. He did. You're right. He could have chosen to not play. He
0: did what he felt one his dad would want and what his fans would. He honored his
1: dad by playing the game that they correct. both love.
0: I am a huge Joe Budden rap fan. Joe Budden raps about some very dark things. Yes, he, he does. has also said it was tough because that those he was been suicidal in his life, but that's why the fans came. That's what you chose to write about. That's what you chose to rap about, sing about. So if you're touring an album and your best songs are the most toxic, you should be able to perform those songs. Or don't tour. But don't take our money and then be like, oh, I'm sorry. Can't do it.
1: No. I don't know. Like I said, I would be blown that they chose not to perform certain songs. But I would, like, case in point, Nina Simone, Strange Fruit. That's a really, really, really heavy song. It's a And it's really sad when you really listen to the lyrics, when you hear the pain, when you visualize what she's singing about. But it was her most requested song. Mm-hmm. Most requested. But after a while, she refused to sing it.
0: That, that makes even less it. sense to me. It just makes less sense. Like, especially if you were performing at one point. Lil Dirk has a song, and oh. I can't remember which one. I think it's called Aha, it's his new song. And in it, he raps, he says, he lost his brother who was murdered by gun violence. That's his mm-hmm. single right now. Do you think Dirk is going to perform a show, which he's on a ton of shows coming up? He's going to perform that song and he's going to have to rap about my brother dying and how he wasn't, how he's wasn't able to, I forget the exact lyric, but he said it's a problem. It's tough for him, but that's the lyric in your song. These triple X and all of these other rappers that talk Mac Miller and others that have talked about depression and how low they got, they perform those songs and it probably reminds them of where they were. Even if it's five to ten, year la- ten years later, and they're not there. Those are the songs that they're going to perform. And as an artist, you got to compartmentalize.
1: Some artists can. Then, and I mean, And you say that like it's easy. Most people don't compartmentalize regularly.
0: So I disagree. Saying, so I feel like most people that go f- to their jobs every day are dealing with a ton in this pandemic. And they have to compartmentalize. It could be an argument in a car with their spouse. It could be their child that morning and the struggles with school. It could be stuff going on. People are going through it in life. But you got to keep going. You got to continue to do your job. And if your job is singing and you're getting paid a bunch of money because you put out your personal business, I think you owe it to the fans who bought and supported you to play those songs.
1: See, even like for Billie Holiday, like she was going and singing this song, and one, she was a lot of times singing it in front of white audiences. Mm-hmm. Like, the song is literally talking about black bodies hanging from trees, yeah, and, and singing that song and all of the pain that that song invokes, and in a room full of white people. I understand, but she just supposed to sing it because they paid their money. And yes. they want to
0: see
1: her sing it? Yes. Break it out of here. No. I'm sorry.
0: So go play your B-sides and cut your ticket prices in half. Like, what are we doing? You know why I came here to hear that song. Like.
1: If you don't want to be empathetic towards people's emotions, just say that. Like, it's Okay.
0: It's not, that's that's not the same thing.
1: It is the same thing. I'm
0: saying as an artist and as a person, you got to be able to compartmentalize. And And, and in a relationship.
1: mm, One, historically, like across the board, artists are known, regardless of what their medium may be, artists are known for being super sensitive, period. Like from the things that they think about, the things that they feel, and how that reflects in their art. If I am trying to not be in a dark, toxic, toxic place, I'm not going to consume my own art that takes me back to the dark, toxic place. I'm just not going to. And don't
0: make dark, toxic art.
1: But, but that, So excluding Summer Walker from this conversation... Because this was very recent, a lot of the people that I named this, the song, the you know, the work that we're talking about, were things that they did earlier in their career. They've put out plenty of other things that are happier, more in the tune with where they are. But they do know that a lot of fans come to hear some of those old classics. Correct. But they don't do them because they don't want to go back to that place.
0: It's just one. At some point, you got to heal. At and what you point
1: can, you can heal, but that doesn't mean you want to go back and revisit all the things that hurt you every time you then, step. on Then, insane. how is that healing,
0: specifically spiritually, or we're faith believing people? If you are healed, it's gone. That's done. That like that's It doesn't. That ailment doesn't ail you anymore. You've been healed. So if these artists are healed,
1: but even God would tell you, don't keep going back to the thing that hurts you, don't keep revisiting and living in the past of the thing that hurts you. So if I'm telling you
0: staying in a relationship with someone that's constantly hurting you or abuse, whatever that situation, and performing a song are not the same to me.
1: But that's you, because you're not an artistic, you're not. How am I done? Let me rephrase this This because I was about you are not an overly sensitive, empathetic person. You're just not. You feel what you feel for Mm -hmm. a few seconds or however long you decide you're going to feel it, Mm -hmm. and then you cut the feeling off. Regardless of whether you should explore the feeling more than what you think you should, mm-hmm. you don't deal with things. You say you're over it. It's done. It's done, but the situation might not be over or just the feeling that you're going through you don't acknowledge it or you don't completely absolve it because you feel like there's, no, there's nothing that's going to come of you. Thinking on a situation that makes you sad. That doesn't mean that the situation is healed. That doesn't mean that you healed from it. It just means that you're choosing to ignore how you feel about whatever it is that made you feel away.
0: But I can talk about it. There's nothing I've experienced in my life that I would not be open and comfortable having a conversation about.
1: Well, that's you. Other people don't function that way. They might be able to have a conversation and they might be able to tell you how they feel about it. But what you're saying is you have and you don't you're not obligated to sing or talk or go over an experience that you that was negative for you over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over, and over, and over again for the rest of your life.
0: Then don't make that art.
1: Go away.
0: Like, that's just crazy to me. I'm going to make the art. Y'all are going to consume it. I'm going to get rich from it. But then when I go on tour, I'm not going to perform it. That's crazy to me. Now, I don't it'll know. It'll how...
1: just be crazy to you. Man. Yeah, that's crazy. To me. Yeah, because we're just not going to see eye to eye. We're either. not.
0: You'll be wrong and I'll be right.
1: You're not. I... That is ridiculous, too. I'm not wrong. There are plenty of people that would agree with me. And there are plenty of people that would agree with you. Calm that down, right and wrong. There was no right and wrong in this conversation. The worst. Oh, it made me forget where I was gonna go from here. We were to talking there. about relationships. And we were and how people put us on a tangent.
0: I was answering your question, which was about people and not being able to get past things. And if they're miserable people, can they have a healthy relationship? And my answer was no.
1: Right, and then you just went on this war path. Of I found an example artists.
0: that I thought correlated to what I was saying,
1: and and that's the, actually the thing. Like it didn't correlate to what we were talking about.
0: It did. There's a per <sighs> you have to deal with the trauma, and I would s- subscribe to you if she doesn't until she can get to a point that I think she can perform those songs. I think she's going to struggle in relationships.
1: Well, thank God you're not her therapist.
0: I think her therapist would probably agree with me
1: Mm -hmm, i'm sure
0: because if you take that hurt into another relationship that relationship is going to fail
1: no i do agree with that um you do have to reach a certain level of you know healedness wholeness before you can be in another relationship with someone um and not take that pain that from the previous relationship into the new relationship, you can take the lesson, but you gotta leave everything else. Um, uh, 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 uh. you are something else. Just what what Bernie say to Kanye on the on the album College Dropout after he did the wrong song? You know what?
0: That's why you need to watch it doc.
1: Use uh that's mm-hmm. why you need to watch the doc. I am gonna watch it, I can't wait to watch and, it. And we'll talk gonna, about it. On revisit, this pod.
0: Remember to revisit this conversation <laughs> you said. No, remember what Bernie Mac said to Kanye because that's, that's very, very important if you watch the documentary. It is
1: okay. Um,
0: and I she brought him up, not me. just for
1: understand like
0: I, i've admitted that but i didn't bring them up in this episode you've done it twice Just whatever
1: first. okay moving along um is pda still considered cute or is it just overkill nowadays uh,
0: i think it depends on what you're doing like if you're overtly groping someone in public i think <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a lot uh i've been on vacation <laughs> And people be at the beach and kids be around and people act like there's no kids around. Um,
1: Shouldn't be no kids around on vacation. No, let me stop.
0: So, I mean, I think there's levels to it. If you, you hold hands, if you lock arms and walk down the street and y'all are in bliss and love and all that stuff, I think that's cool. Um, kissing to a certain extent is cool, but... I forget who it was. I think actually, well, I'm not gonna bring. <laughs> I'll use another couple. Um, there have been times when people have like opened their two tongues are visible. Like that to me is a little much for me. Um, I don't care to see it. But for the couple, I mean, I guess if that gets you going, cool. Um, I Obviously, I believe sex is an important part of a relationship. So, I mean, I don't think it's dead. I just I think it's more. Uh, what's the word? Accepted now. Half the women are naked most of the time anyway, so naturally that's going to stimulate the partner to engage in some kind of PDA. So
1: that's not yeah. what. That's not what. Is that all of your? So <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: that's all I got.
1: Oh jeez. Anyway. Um, I don't I, I don't care about PDA. I, I am an active PDA person.
0: You're an active PDA person? In, yeah, a, I, in what way?
1: I think I've kissed you in public.
0: Wait. I mean
1: because we ain't been nowhere.
0: We go somewhere all the time.
1: Where we went last?
0: Probably to the grocery store. We go to the grocery store once or twice a week. <laughs> We go to Michael's probably two times a week.
1: We don't go to Michael's. That's because two you times. leave
0: me. But right, if but you, you be in Michael's to... twice a week.
1: You are the worst. And as much as you've Jesus.
0: been in Michael's, I don't know if we've <sighs> ever had a physical touch in Michael's.
1: You always angry when we're in Michael's.
0: I'm never. I'm usually running around with the kids while you do your thing, <laughs> trying to keep them from destroying the store, but also not cry and be entertained. <laughs> And when I'm playing with the kids, that you be the one mad because we be playing.
1: Because no, y'all don't be playing. Y'all be wilding out in the store. And the kids be screaming and you be loud. And this is like, we got to be the loud, embarrassing people in the store with the thousand kids. And I'm just in here trying to get the stuff that I there need to are build my business. a bunch of kids like in shelter that would love be to be doing those kids. The most, the most in store. It's because
0: we love each other.
1: Yeah, whatever. It'd be annoying sometimes. I know one hundred. So you be the
0: one that be mad. We be chilling.
1: I don't be mad. I be annoyed.
0: Call it what you want. You be ready to leave us all the time.
1: <laughs> but I do. I just go out, and I think that's the thing, though, because like those are my happy places, and y'all be coming into my happy places, destroying them. And making them not happy.
0: <laughs> or you could join in on the fun.
1: No, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. Not in y'all's version of fun. Y'all's version of fun is just arguing and bickering and fighting. That's not fun.
0: You talking trash?
1: <laughs> yes, I am <laughs> talking trash.
0: It's great. <laughs> um but the, that's we we diverted and this has been all over the place. But the point is you don't show PDA like ever.
1: That's not true.
0: Since we've been together?
1: We've been on like a bunch of vacations and I have pictures of me pda yeah, up with you. Yeah,
0: because we were taking a picture.
1: No! Okay.
0: That's the fact that true. you even had to resort to a vacation as your example just goes to show how little PDA we have in public.
1: That's not true. I'm the one typically, when if we're holding hands in public, it's because I grabbed your hand.
0: Okay. And that still doesn't happen very often. And it don't. Usually, I'm pushing a cart.
1: Bruh, you just be lying. <laughs> you just be when was the last
0: time we went in the store and I didn't have to push a cart? <laughs>
1: you just be lying <laughs> and saying stuff because it sounds good. But that's not, that's not always true. So so when we're walking into a store the last time we were at michael's cordy was pushing the cart
0: i had a stroller
1: did you we have a
0: stroller and two separate carts what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) and then we went to walmart and guess what i had the limousine cart (laughs)
1: look i know that i be displaying affection in public okay and from now on, since you want to be like, I don't, I'm going to document it every single time. Like, I've cool. been keeping tally of how much you use your phone. I can't wait to pull out the list. Well, there's, it's pictures of you using your phone at various times. I'm probably going to post it on the Bond Chronicles. You should. Mm-hmm. Anyway, with this being our 50th episode... And we're coming to the end of this 50th episode. I thought I'd give a little time for us to talk about what we've enjoyed about doing this podcast so far. And what we look forward to in the next 50 episodes. Go!
0: This wasn't on the list. (laughs) I didn't see it. I didn't see it. (laughs) <laughs> um yeah so uh it's been dope it, it's been a heck of a ride we have learned a lot we have experienced a lot we have had some some really great success shout out to kevin samuels that uh clip as far as i'm concerned it went viral like it did really great num- it, huge numbers i haven't checked on a while to see where it's at um it's been a learning process, it's been a fun experience. I can't tell you how many times we was like about to take each other out and then we had to get on camera. And it helped our relationship because by the end of the show, we were friends again. Um, but going into the show, I wanted to knock her out. But wow! But that's not part of the love language. Uh, so <laughs> it it has been instrumental. Our, our daughter has interacted with it, our boys have, uh, taking pictures, obviously, with it, it's it's just become a new part of our life. And I think that'll continue to grow. Uh, We've done a number of interviews with different people uh, uh, from various backgrounds. I envision more of that in some form of capacity. Um, There's another network I'm on that there's uh, considering, you know, bringing him on at some point because he's advanced and and grown in his field rapidly. Um, I was, I referenced a guy that said we need to talk about the documentary, Um, and he does a podcast. So I envision more of that. Uh, I would like to see us highlight more uh, local Black businesses uh, in our platform with it being we're ending, by the time you see this, no, it will still be Black History Month. Uh, So we didn't do a whole lot of that. We had the topic about it, but how I view Black History Month is different. Um, my, I don't know what you call the person you're a stand of, but uh, open my eyes to looking at it differently. I think there's a lot of great individuals going on currently that deserve more support for whatever reason. By hook or crook, we got a black Supreme Court justice coming. I wish I had her name. She sounded she had a really black name. Um, and I respect that. I don't care. Not, not gonna. Not even good. At it. But I'm really happy <laughs> for her. Uh, I think that's huge. I I don't care why he did it, but uh, President Biden did that. So I definitely respect that. Um, Yeah, man, it's it's been a ride. I look to continue to grow and evolve and continue to do great things. And I'm excited to see what comes from it. I look forward to more growth and viewership. I look for more growth and platform uh, audience and reach and I'm just excited to see what God's going to do in us and through us.
1: I agree with all of that. Um, It's weird for me because if you ask me, I would never think that I'm going to be someone who wants to be in front of the camera. Um, I do hair and makeup. I'm behind the scenes kind of person. I don't like, I won't say I don't like a lot of attention, but I don't need to be on camera to get it. And when we started thinking about doing the podcast, I think my biggest thing was, was were people really going to want to listen? Were people going to care what we have to talk about? And I've realized since we started that I don't care. <laughs> I just really enjoy, like, this is our quality time most weeks where we get to sit and spend probably the biggest majority of time that we do talking and just shooting the uh, <laughs> and just just hanging out with each other and i think i've enjoyed that portion the most because like my wonderful co-host said there have been times where in marriage you know stuff ain't always sweet but we got to come down here and record this podcast because Consistency is key. And until we turn these lights on and get the camera on, we about ready to <laughs> shake some tables.
0: Or haven't spoken in some time. <laughs> yep.
1: And the podcast is the thing that opens the lines of communication and just kind of gets things going for us again. And it's kind of it's weird sometimes to see that switch like I don't know if you go back and watch the episodes but there are times that I've gone back and watched the episodes especially the ones where we've been pissed before we sat down and I couldn't necessarily tell that we've been beaten before we got on camera so our level of professionalism is A1 let's just start there um I do look forward to the growth but I am enjoying where we are right now um I think one of our regular episodes, I was looking at our YouTube page. I think it had like 80 views. And that's not a lot compared to, you know, bigger platforms. But there's this little clip on Instagram where someone's talking about their business and how many likes their page gets. And it's just like 80 doesn't look like a big number. But if any people were in this room right now, super interested in what we had to say and wanted to watch us film, like that would be exciting. So like I, those, you know, the number I don't think really matters. It's more so just about putting out content that we think is dope um, and engaging the people that do want to listen to us and, you know, that enjoy the ridiculousness that this podcast really can be sometimes. Um, I do want to do some more interviews. Um, Just keep reminding people how Black, Black, Black we are with more Black businesses and featuring more just other dope Black people. Um, Yeah, I'm excited about the next 50, next 100, next However many more podcasts God sees so fit for us to produce. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that, that's that's the that's the list. That's all of the the love that we've got for today.
0: Lovely. Um so yeah, yeah. hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Um <laughs> oh man, I'm setting uh, it's funny. Um, Yeah, 50, 50 down, a whole lot more to go. Look forward to it. Uh, end of Black History Month. Uh, exciting times. One year down. Have no idea how many more. Uh, just continue to grow. Thank you for rocking with us. Please continue to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, if you're you're getting some entertainment, Lord knows we need some jokes and some laughing, laughing in life. Um, but also news out. I, I can't tell you how many people based on the stuff I post on my stories, like reach out or be like, Oh, wow. Um, so definitely follow us on social media. We'll keep you abreast of the comings and goings and, uh, was entertainment and life. I don't know what, whatever you want to call it. Current events, current events and entertainment. Uh, I'm definitely great for that. And, uh, we look forward to just continuing to do us
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: Maybe eventually we we'll have our kids and stuff on here. That'd be an interesting Ooh. dynamic. Um, They'd they be saying some <sighs> stuff.
1: They do be saying some things.
0: Um, but as you guys all know, in life, things happen. You have the power to choose what you do. Always choose wisely and bet on you. And if you have been blessed by this episode, go ahead and bless us. It's there at the bottom of your screen. Have a great day. Have an extraordinary week, and we'll see you all next week.